Good morning, witches. This is the Witch Daily Show, coming to you from New Orleans, with host Tanya Brown. Our episodes span about 20 minutes long to give you just a little pop of magic. So, tune in, take a deep breath, and enjoy. Good morning. It is June 30th, 2023. It is Friday. I am Tanya, and this is the Witch Daily Show. Today's episode is brought to you by Grow Your Own Optimist by Olivia Blake. So let's get your day going with a little magic. Our quote of the day is, Summer bachelors, like summer breezes, are never as cool as they pretend to be. Nora Ephron. So what are we drinking today? We are drinking Owen's Garden Gate, a lavender lemon butterfly pea flower tea. And we have been talking about rose hips this week. So let's talk about rose hips in magic. And this comes to us from greenmanmeadows.com. So some of the things rose hips are said to be good for include luck, good fortune, love, health, self-love, beauty, peace, anti-nightmare, protection, money, prosperity, confidence, family and friendships, divination, truth, and charms. So let's think of a few ways you can actually use it. You can pop a few in a good luck charm or sachet. Um, You can use it within love magic. Um, I could see these going really well into like a little honey jar. I think that would be really cool. Uh, Before a spell ritual or just as a stress reliever, fill a mesh bag with crushed rose hips and rose petals. And while you're in the bath, meditate all your stress away um, and imagine all your negativity uh, going away or down the drain. You can use them in self-love rituals. Um, You can make a tea with them and use that as a little uh, health potion. Again, it has a lot of vitamin C, right? So... Not too far off. Um, Rose hip oil. Maybe you can make your own. I don't know. That seems really hard. So I wouldn't. (laughs) Um, But yes, rose hips are really cool. It seems like it'd be wonderful, again, especially in like love magic, health magic, um, and things like that. So, yes. All right. Moving into some headlines. We are moving into Neptune and retrograde, so I figured I would talk about that, give you a heads up of what to expect. And this comes to us from womanandhome.com. So Neptune stations retrograde on June 30th, so today, and then it immediately reverses course, and hey, pesto, it's sliding backward for five months and a week. Neptune is in dreamy, romantic Pisces on this day, so love lives may be a little unsettled for anyone at that time. The period of Neptune in retrograde is going to be from June 30th to December 6th. Uh, The entire retrograde is in Pisces. So Neptune has been in Pisces constantly for over 10 years now, um, and as it will be for the next two or three years. So... Neptune goes direct on December 6th, and Jupiter and Uranus are retrograde at this time. So it's not really plain sailing for everyone yet. 
the post-retrograde shadow will last until March of next year, uh, which will allow us to understand the lessons of Neptune and retrograde. So keep in mind, though, that the Neptune retrograde is frequent and lengthy enough that we're rarely ever outside of it. So we're always kind of processing a lesson, um, especially in terms of inspiration and illusion in one way or another, which tracks. So how can it affect us? So Neptune is a planet of romantic behavior, creativity, dreams, and glamour. It is also associated with the flip of those, so illusion, delusion, fantasy, as well as lying and cheating. When it's inspirational, it can assist an artist, an author, or a producer to put together an incredible creation, but it can also lead to delusions of grandeur or passing off another one's work as your own. So the retrograde takes all of these influences and passes them through a shadow reality where nothing is plain to see. So as you navigate life during Neptune and retrograde, beware as nothing is as it seems. So a job offer might be a scam. Someone reaching out so um, they can help you could be a pickpocket. A romantic new partner might love bomb right away and that gets risky. So just be cautious for the next five months and just CYA and cover your butt. All right, which is I'm going to throw this over to our moon correspondent. And after this break, we will talk more. Hello to all of my astro friends. This is Serendipity, the Chicago astrologer, coming at you with your daily moon mantra for Friday, June 30th. The waxing gibbous moon moves from the deep waters of Scorpio to the wide world of Sagittarius today. Here, the moon T-squares Venus, Mars, and Saturn. The opposition of Venus and Mars to Saturn is making it hard for us to choose between work and play. The square to the moon is making us feel very conflicted. On the one hand, the fire sign planets are in the mood to go exploring, and on the other hand, Saturn wants us to stay in one place and put the work in to build something of substance. It's possible to have an adventure that gives you what you need to work on your Saturn project. You just have to decide to give your quest purpose. The moon in Sagittarius likes to meander, and Saturn doesn't have time for that. So determine an end goal for your expedition and set out on your journey. Your daily moon mantra is, progress leads to purpose. This has been your daily moon mantra with Serendipity, the Chicago astrologer, signing off and reminding you that you are in charge of your own destiny. From the pages of Which Way Magazine comes a new collection of stories by longtime fiction contributor Olive Blake called Grow Your Own Optimist. Featuring a never-before-seen short story, Grow Your Own Optimist is often romantic, occasionally satirical, and always unexpected. These surprising tales of demons, devil's advocates, dystopia, and dating remind us that there is magic to be found in the dark places. Olive Blake is a New York Times best-selling author of The Atlas Six and several other books, including the Which Way anthology, The Answer You Are Looking For Is Yes, and the novella La Petite Mort. She lives in Los Angeles with her husband, Goblin Prince Toddler, and Rescue Pitbull. Find the new anthology series, Grow Your Own Optimist, by Olive Blake, wherever books are sold. All right, so there was an article in the June 2023 issue of Which Way Magazine that I really wanted to talk about. And it is written by Sarah Marie Little. And it is, Can You Reclaim Your Magic in One Week? 
I thought that was very fascinating because I get questions all the time. I'm feeling in a slump. I'm feeling stuck. I'm not sure what to do. So one of our writers over at Which Way decided to figure it out, tried to figure out what to do. So uh, let's check out her process. So Sarah writes, over the course of seven days, I embarked on a guided visualization journey in hopes of reclaiming my inner magic. Having completed a witchery apprenticeship program a few years ago, I felt my magic was at its peak. Unfortunately, health problems have caused my magic to dwindle down to a mere flicker. In an attempt to rekindle my connection, I committed to a week-long guided visualization. Although I remained optimistic, I wasn't expecting much. To track my progress, I used a rating system ranging from 0, feeling human, to 10, feeling magical. So here is a diary of her experience. Day one. Today I felt disconnected from my own magic, which has been the case for some time now. Balancing studying, motherhood, and writing has left my life in a chaotic state. With Samhain approaching, I didn't have the urge to perform any extravagant ritual, as I usually do. Instead, I chose to reflect on myself and my witch, allowing some time for self-care. Though it felt self-indulgent, the 20-minute meditation was over in no time. Afterwards, I felt a warm sensation of being in tune with nature and my divine power. Though subtle, this connection was just what I needed to comfort my inner witch. Before meditation, she was feeling at a 5, and after meditation, she was feeling at a 7. Day 2. Yesterday was a good day for me as I experienced some positive changes in my life and I was thrilled to meet up with someone I admire and also manifested something that is very close to my heart. Despite my positive results, I have been struggling to use the guided visualization con uh, consistently due to my busy schedule. Today, I, reluctant I reluctantly decided to listen to the guided visualization before going to bed. Although it was challenging to begin with, I found the 20-minute guided visualization to be a peaceful and magical experience that helps me connect with my inner witch. It was pl a pleasant way to end my day. Before meditation, seven. After meditation, eight. Day three. Today, I am setting an intention to make my day more effortless and stress-free. I often feel anxious and stuck in a routine, so I want to invite more magic into my life. This morning, I practiced meditation at 8 a.m. with the intention in mind, and it felt incredibly nourishing. I now feel more connected to my authentic self, even though it may sound cliche. During the meditation, I experienced a shift that allowed me to connect with my younger self, who is deeply connected to nature and magic. I realized that I often compare my magical practices with others and that it's time to claim my unique way of practicing magic. We all have our strengths, and the same goes for the way we weave our magic. I find that the best spells, rituals, and ceremonies take place in nature, where they flow effortlessly and have an element of surprise. Before meditation five, after meditation seven. Day four. When I woke up this morning, I meditated. I had a feeling deep in my gut that the yoga retreat I was attending would be canceled, and unfortunately, my intuition was correct. However, I sensed a connection growing within me and felt an urge of a surge of personal power. It was truly liberating. Despite the disappointment of my canceled retreat, I was still excited to participate in the guided visualization session today. I held it outdoors, surrounded by the peaceful sounds of birds chirping and wind rustling through my hair. The natural setting added an extra dimension to the experience. Before meditation 8, after meditation 10. 
Day five. Today was a surprisingly productive and calm day in contrast to the stressful and irritable start of the week. I also manifested a dozen of my favorite bliss balls. I've also decided to embrace my own magic and power in an authentic way. It doesn't mean proclaiming it to the world, although I may announce my reconnection. Rather, it feels like I've experienced a subtle internal shift. I chose to watch the guided visualization video while drinking coffee and wearing a face mask. It felt like a luxurious start to my day, and surprisingly, looking at images on the video was very relaxing and symbolic to me. They reminded me of how I've been neglecting symbolic things in my environments, like my cauldron and witch's sign, which have been gathering dust in my room. As winter approaches, I feel called to conduct a releasing spell, but haven't found the time. Perhaps starting with a spell that helps me see what I have plenty of time would be a good first step. Before meditation 8, after 10. Alright, so day 6. This morning, I decided to participate in the guided visualization while sitting on my couch since it was quite chilly. My French bulldog, Devin Rex, were snuggled up to me, sound asleep. During the guided visualization, I felt a sense of nourishment and a strong connection to my inner calm and strength. I've come to realize that I can honor and amplify my own magic through small, gentle actions. Going forward, I plan to explore more ways to incorporate magic into my life in a supportive and soft manner. Before Meditation 10, after Meditation 10. Final day. I wrapped myself in a cozy blanket and sipped on my coffee as I started the guided visualization. Although my inner peace had been disturbed lately, I still had mixed feelings about the meditation. Both eager and hesitant, as the meditation came to an end, I felt a sense of relief and connection. It was a liberating experience, but I couldn't help but worry about maintaining this energy after my challenge. I own a peculiar book that has gone through various transformations, from a scrapbook to a writing book to a spell book into a writing book again and finally a shadow book. This book helps me connect with my inner witch and the symbolic imagery within it represents my wild nature. After a year of gathering dust on my shelf, it's time to slowly bring it back to life and turn, bring myself back to life before meditation seven after nine. So reflections. I had a wonderful experience with something that pleasantly surprised me. I didn't expect much from this experiment, just a few small changes. However, I can honestly say that participating in a guided visualization for seven days enhanced my connection to my magic. I won't be doing it every day in the future as I usually practice Buddhist meditation in the mornings. I consider myself an eclectic. Nonetheless, I will use this meditation periodically as a reminder to tap into my power. It's easy to get bogged down into the everyday, but as witches, we know that magic runs deep within the fabric of the world. In our very bones, it's always there waiting for us to heed its call. No matter how you return or respond, I hope the magical world envelops you when you forget your power, when you're mirrored in the mundane, or when you're on top of the world. May you know that your magic and uh, claim your inner witch in whatever way you see fit. So I really liked this article. I like the challenge aspect, but also something I really like is I noticed that on days where she woke up excited with the intention of meditating are the days not only her number was higher, but it maintained to the next day. Days where they were rushed and she did it last minute and kind of didn't want to no matter how good she felt afterwards, it didn't quite maintain to the next day. So I think this just really proves about how 
we really start our day off on a note, right? We really start our day off with an intention. And if we go into our day with it being intentioned, the better our day will be. I'm currently in a slump right now because my life just feels a little chaotic. Um, and I don't like feeling that way. I really like to wake up and know exactly every single step of my day. It helps me feel better in control, uh, present, and just like in my body and space. So that's something I obviously need to work on, get myself back onto a good routine and a schedule that works for me. Uh, and maybe I'll add in a daily meditation, which I always recommend. Honestly, anyone who has done um, a meditation routine will tell you it feels incredible. You really feel your magic shift and um, enhance and change. So I highly recommend it. I think it's a great, uh, a great idea and a great opportunity. All right, witches. So I am wrapping up this episode of the Witch Daily Show. I want to give a shout out to listener Nicole Lilly. Nicole, you dream like cunning fae queen. Georgian Schultz, you tenacious, glorious witch. Christina Benfield, you smashing, scrumptious tiger cub. Uh, and then Karen Walker, you graceful golden fire dragon. Thank you for so much for being Patreon supporters. I really, really appreciate it. And before we leave today, we do have a card poll. Our card today is the eight of skites. I don't know how to say skites correctly. Let's see. If people refer to you, let's, oh my gosh. Okay, I really love this Buffy Tarot book. Printing black ink on purple pages, no matter how good the light is, it is 2 p.m. and I have natural light and I still can barely read it. So lesson, if you ever decide to do a tarot deck, please be very thoughtful about the color of the pages. Thank you. Uh, if people prefer to call you the evil bitch monster of death, it might be a good time to rethink the worldview. An appearance from the Eight of Scythes means that you have been holding on to outdated beliefs and overly restrictive rules and have put yourself into a prison made of your own thoughts. Consider purging the opinions and limitations holding you back and free yourself. All right, witches. That's all I've got for you today. Don't forget any books, deadlines deadlines don't forget any books headlines sources anything we've talked about today can be found in the podcast episode description or witchpod.com and we will talk again tomorrow okay bye witches we hope you have a wonderful day full of joy and gentleness and confidence Links for this week's episodes, our website, Patreon, along with a free daily card pull can be found at witchpod.com. One stop for everything we talk about. Now, take one more deep breath and have a great day. <laughs>